Welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 83, Dash to Your Health. Hi everyone, this is Shelly Rael, registered dietitian nutritionist, host and founder of Real World Nutrition. Today I'm talking about Dash to Your Health, and that'll make a little bit more sense here when I go into the topic. But I often tell people, I often say, I say it a lot, I don't recommend or prescribe diets. But if I'm honest with myself, that's not exactly true. I do recommend an overall pattern of eating that is sustainable, something that you can do for life, no matter where you are. So if you're on vacation or during the holidays, and even for a lot of people on the weekends, your overall pattern of eating is sustainable for your lifetime. It's not restrictive during certain time periods and then going all out at other times. So what does this mean when I say I don't prescribe diets, but then that's not true? Well, by definition, diet, the word diet is a pattern of eating. So really, when I use the word diet, in a lot of cases, I am referring to a pattern of eating. So I do recommend a pattern of eating otherwise known as diet, to help people improve their health, have their meet their health and wellness goals, have sustainable energy, and all of those things that people would like in their life. However, I do acknowledge most people do think of the word diet or a diet as a restrictive way of eating, which is what our culture has come to think of that word. People ask me all the time, oh gosh, when they learn that I'm a dietitian and I don't always throw that out there, especially in casual conversation, but once it comes out, the inevitable question happens. People ask me, what do you think of the keto diet? What do you think of the paleo diet? What do you think of plant-based? What do you think about whatever the latest trending popular diet is, all those labeled diets? I really don't care for those questions because it feels like a trap in a lot of cases. And I have people who've asked me to give them a diet. Can you just give me a diet plan? Give me a meal, which I don't usually do. I had someone ask me earlier this year as they were going to train for a fitness competition or fitness challenge. They said, they asked me, can you give me a 1200 calorie diet or a 1200 calorie meal plan that's 40% carbohydrates, 40% protein, 20% fat? Well, there's a lot of things going on there. Um, first of all, a 1200 calorie diet is not sustainable. And then coming out with those macronutrient profiles is virtually impossible on top of helping somebody sustain their energy to work out every single day. So these are some of those things that when people ask me for a diet, there's just so much more that goes into helping people with this that I can't just plug it in and say, okay, here you go. Um, here's a meal plan for the next week or two. That's really not so simple. And then I have other times where even health professionals will say, can you give this patient a diet that is this and this? And a lot of times, or I've had people ask me, well, can you do give me a plant-based keto diet or a high fiber carnivore diet? 
And if you know a little bit about any of those, those, those just don't work together. So a plant-based keto diet is technically possible, but it's really, really challenging. High fiber carnivore diet, well, those two things just don't go together. So again, it's challenging and I'm going off on a tangent here about diets, but I will talk about one that I do recommend. There is one diet that I recommend a lot. It's one I recommend all the time for pretty much everybody. And that is the DASH diet or the DASH eating plan. And if you haven't heard of DASH, DASH is an acronym. DASH stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. And it is a flexible and balanced eating plan that helps create a heart-healthy eating style for life. So if you just do a search, search for DASH diet or DASH eating plan, this will bring up a whole lot of information, but I'll share the gist of it here. So the DASH eating plan was initially studied for helping people with high blood pressure and how they can improve their blood pressure. So reducing their risk of hypertension or not just their risk. These were people who already had hypertension or high blood pressure. So again, DASH is dietary approaches to stop hypertension. However, this eating pattern is appropriate for anyone, anyone who wants a healthy eating pattern. You don't have to have high blood pressure. You don't have to have any type of chronic disease. It is an overall healthy eating plan. So the DASH eating plan doesn't have any special foods that are needed. It's not highly restrictive. And we really have daily and weekly nutritional goals. Because here's the thing, this plan, the DASH eating plan recommends eating fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. And if you've known me for any length of time or listened to me at all, Fruits and vegetables are always at the top of the list of what I tell people would really benefit their health. The DASH eating plan recommends including fat-free or low-fat dairy products, fish, poultry, beans, nuts, and vegetable oils. It recommends limiting foods, high in saturated fat, such as fatty cuts of meat, full-fat dairy products, and tropical oils. And tropical oils would include or does include oils like coconut oil, palm oil, palm kernel oil. So it doesn't say eliminating foods high in saturated fat. It's limiting foods high in saturated fat. And limiting sugar-sweetened beverages and sweets. That's that's. That's the dash that's the dash eating plan. It's just one part of a heart healthy lifestyle. So when we are talking about high blood pressure and heart disease, there's other things that we do want to ensure people address is such as their getting their regular physical activity because this can help with overall heart health and so much more. Now, the health benefits of the dash eating plan If you haven't heard of DASH, this approach has been around for more than 30 years, and it's been funded 
by the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, or we abbreviate it NHLBI, so National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute. It's funded, the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute has funded several studies to see if specific dietary changes help treat high blood pressure. So there's been many studies that have investigated the health benefits of DASH by comparing it to what we call the typical American diet, or there's different variations of DASH and looking at sodium intake in addition to the other things that I have already mentioned. Another NHLBI-funded study called the PREMIER clinical trial actually looked at health benefits such as weight loss as well as blood pressure when following the DASH diet and increasing physical activity. So the DASH diet or DASH eating plan had the high plant-based foods, the healthier proteins, the less saturated fat approach. And then there was additional studies that looked at adjusting sodium levels, adjusting activity levels, and seeing what the potential benefit, or I should say the outcome was, because bias would see what was the benefit, what the outcome was. And there was discovered a lot of benefit, including that it lowers blood pressure, improves lipid levels, and that would be your cholesterol panel. So improving the LDL cholesterol, which is the one we want low, improving the triglycerides, which is also what we want to have low. It helps people lose weight. If you're eating a lot of plant foods, you tend to fill up more and eat less, again, tend to. And it also reduced the risk of type 2 diabetes and other forms of heart disease. This high blood pressure is a type of heart disease. So the results have really helped shape the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute's DASH eating plan recommendation, which include the DASH diet, so what I've already outlined, with reduced sodium intake, and that had the most effect on lowering blood pressure. But I'll get to some of those details here in just a minute about sodium. But I want to tell people to make lifelong changes. I've mentioned this before. Make one change at a time and then add another change when you've successfully adopted earlier changes. So again, increasing, adding additional servings of fruits and vegetables each day, each week, then focusing on something else. When you have several healthy lifestyle habits, you're more likely to achieve and maintain healthy blood pressure, healthy cholesterol levels, reduce your risk of so many of our chronic health issues. Now, controlling daily sodium intake and overall calories. So with the most significant benefit from the proven DASH eating plan, it is essential to limit daily sodium levels to 2,300 milligrams. Or even better, it would be 1,500 milligrams per day if the desired outcome, um, if, or I should say, and not desired outcome, if you want to have a better outcome on your blood pressure and also consume appropriate calories to maintain healthy weight or lose weight if needed. So when I say appropriate calories, when I said earlier that somebody asked me for a 1,200 calorie diet plan, 
That is not appropriate calories. That is just way too low for most adults to be able to sustain basic body functions, let alone functioning on other things that we want to do day to day. So when I say appropriate, it has to be enough as well as not too much. But let me talk about sodium a little bit more. So let me give some perspective, but then also point out that this is just one part of the equation. So daily sodium levels, we do not want that to exceed 2300 milligrams. For reference, one teaspoon, that's one teaspoon of table salt has 2340 milligrams of sodium in it. So that's a very small amount. And if you don't use the salt shaker, that doesn't mean you're free and clear. There's plenty of foods that are very high in sodium or it adds up throughout the day. So a lot of people very easily exceed that 2300 milligrams. And I find it's very challenging to reach that 1500 milligram threshold or maximum. I've tried it myself and the best I've been able to do is get around 17-1800 milligrams a day. And that's when I'm eating lots and lots of fruits and vegetables. But here's the other side of the equation. So controlling sodium or minimizing sodium is one crucial component. And then here's the other crucial component. Increasing our daily dietary intake of potassium. Potassium, and that's not just bananas. So the DASH eating plan, as it's been recommended and laid out, is actually designed to be rich in sodium with a target of 4,700 milligrams of potassium. And that enhances the effect of reducing sodium on blood pressure. Now, I did a whole episode about potassium back in episode 32 about powerful potassium. So I won't repeat everything there. But when we take a look at the DASH eating plan, high fruits and vegetables, and low-fat and fat-free dairy products, those are all, all rich sources of potassium. So, and if you have high fruits and vegetable intake and the low-fat dairy products, you also naturally reduce sodium as well. So most people have this relationship between sodium and potassium out of balance. So in the typical American diet, Sodium is far higher than it should be. Potassium is far lower than it should be. So it's out of balance. And if we can get both of those to get closer to their recommendations, it would be so much better. So we get too much sodium. We need more potassium. If we get more potassium, sodium naturally comes down. So let me give you more examples of what the DASH eating plan looks like with regard to food groups specifically. So I'm going to give an example of a 2,000 calorie diet, but keep in mind for reference, this is a reference number, not a recommendation for you because not everybody needs a 2,000 calorie diet. Some people need more, some people need less. But on the DASH eating plan, that's six to eight servings of whole grains daily. And when I say servings, that's ounces. So that's a pretty, one ounce is a pretty small amount. So people think that's a lot when in fact it isn't that high an amount yet, or it isn't that high an amount. Meat, poultry, and fish, that would be six servings daily or less. Keep in mind a serving, one serving is one ounce. So six ounces of meat, poultry, and fish daily. 
vegetables, four to five servings daily. So that's one cup, four to five servings daily. Sorry, a serving is one cup. So four to five servings of vegetables daily and four to five servings of fruit daily. And people are like, oh my gosh, that is so much. It's, you know what? It's a lot cheaper than medication and it's not restrictive. Really, when people are telling me they, they're they having problems with eating too much food, I'm like, really, this is, this is a problem for you? Because <laughs> a lot of people are already eating a lot of food. Now, low-fat or fat-free dairy products, two to three servings per day. That, again, would be one cup is a serving or one ounce of cheese. Uh, just acknowledging that low-fat or fat-free cheese is not always pleasant, so keep that in mind. Fats and oils. Keep in mind, fats and oils, we want those, um, avoiding those solid oils or solid fats, I should say, and more with the liquid oils. That would be two to three servings daily. And that serving is one ounce. Sorry, not one ounce, one tablespoon. So it's a smaller amount. As already mentioned, sodium would be less than 2,300 milligrams per day and 1,500 milligrams would be even better. So those are the daily goals. Weekly, weekly, we've got other things to add here. Adding, not taking away, but adding. Nuts, seeds, dry beans, and peas, four to five servings weekly. So that would be the one ounce like of the nuts and seeds or one cup of beans and peas, four to five servings weekly. So a serving a day or every other day. And then for sweets, a lot of people are shocked when I tell them what the what their sweets quote recommendation is. So it's not saying you need to get this much, but here's what you need to limit it to: five or fewer per week. And that is true. Yes, people are shocked when I'm saying five or fewer per week. A lot of people are expecting something else, like oh, two or fewer per week, or five or fewer per month. Heck, go for it if that's what you want. But it's not something that is deemed necessary to really, really restrict. So again, remember, you may need less than 2,000 calories a day. You may need more than 2,000 calories a day. So the servings of things that should be adjusted, well, reduce the sweets. Then reduce the grains and the meats if you need to have fewer calories. Keep the vegetables higher. And then I'd say... Increase the nuts, seeds, dry beans, and peas if you need higher. So if you want to get started on DASH, consider what you're doing now and start with the one aspect of the eating plan that works best for you, such as adding more servings of fruits and vegetables each day. This will naturally increase potassium, reduce sodium naturally, and a lot of cases, it helps with reducing calories because eating that much fruits and vegetables, people don't feel as hungry. Consider tracking your sodium intake and see how much you're getting. Take a look at the foods you have. And pretty much all foods have sodium. Fruits and vegetables have sodium. It's just very low and it's high in potassium. Ensure you're getting your four to five servings of nuts, seeds, dried beans, and peas. Start where you can and then add something more or less in a couple of weeks. That's real world nutrition. And that is the DASH eating plan 
that I recommend for everyone, even though I don't always label it as the DASH eating plan. So if you would like to work with me on your eating approach, considering the DASH or something similar or something very different, look in the show notes, look for the link in the show notes and schedule a free introductory call with me and we can talk about how we can work together to help you reach your health and wellness goals. That's great. A great way to look at things and wrap things up for this episode. Take care. Bye for now.